Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. I thank you so much for being with me again. Tell you what, let's pick up where we were yesterday. What we've been looking at is sort of wrapping everything up in relationship to what we've seen that Jesus said in Matthew 24 and 25 about uh, when these things would occur and what's the sign of his uh, coming and of the end of the age, questions that the disciples had asked him. Again, the scripture says a whole, whole, whole lot about this. And uh, let me just warn you, you will run across a lot of interpretations. You will run across a lot of people saying, oh, it's like this, it's like this, it's like this. And uh, and I'm, I'm totally aware of that, okay? And the things that we're looking at are the things that I know that the Scripture says beyond any shadow of a doubt. There is plenty of room for interpretation on some things, okay? And so you don't separate fellowship over uh, the coming of the Lord or something like that. But I think that the Word is clear enough to where we can know without any doubt very, very solid things. Uh, most of us will come out of a background uh, called uh, the pre-tribulationist type of thing. And the idea behind that is that the church will be taken away from the earth prior to the time of the great tribulation. Well, that simply is not true because of what we see the scripture says that the great tribulation is Satan pouring forth his wrath upon the Jewish people in Israel and upon the church. And so if Satan is pouring forth his wrath upon the church, by definition, we must be here. Now, people come back and they say, well, Revelation tells us that we've been promised to be spared the wrath of God. Absolutely true. The believers will not encounter, endure the wrath of God. But the wrath of God and the great tribulation are not the same thing. And uh, many, many books have been written along that line. As a matter of fact, I'll just give you an example. Uh, I was at a, a conference one time, and I went to three of the four nights that they offered. And the gentleman was speaking on, a, on Revelation. He'd written a book on Revelation. Well, it's fine. And so uh, after my last time there, I went up to him. And I just thought I was supposed to say this. But I wanted to say it very carefully and very guardedly. You know, you don't want to come across, you know, you don't want to be accusatory or anything like that. So I waited till everybody was gone, and he was just sitting at this little book table, and I just squatted down next to him. And I introduced myself, and I said, you know, I can't imagine doing what you do <laughs> because I know that every night people come up to give you their tremendous insight and revelation into revelation, right? And he just sort of chuckled and went, yeah, yeah. I said, well, can I, can I offer something? He said, sure, sure, I'd like to hear. And I said, well, it's just this, that the great tribulation is Satan's wrath poured out upon the, the Jewish people and the church. And that the wrath of God, the day of the Lord, is God's wrath poured out upon unbelieving mankind. And this gentleman sat there for a moment, a godly guy. I'm not questioning his salvation, never. But he just sat there and he went, hmm, you know, I think you're right. I think you could say that. And I said, okay, well, thanks. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that he realized later on or whenever that if that be the truth, then the whole premise of his book was in error because it was in error according to the scripture. And so you'll run into a lot of things like that. So let me just continue going through this 70th week of Daniel, this last seven-year time period. And I'll tell you what, this is one of these kind of things that a chart is worth a thousand words or 10,000 or a million words. And I believe if you go to my website, which is dalemore.tv, if you go to my website, you'll find things on revelation and resources and stuff like that. So here's what happens. We saw it in the last episode. At the beginning of the 70th year period, the man of lawlessness will either sign and or confirm a peace covenant. 
and it's going to look like everything is great and wonderful, but it's a sign of the false Christ. And it's literally synonymous with the Lord breaking the first seal in heaven that you see in Revelation. And so the first, second, and third seals are broken over a period of time. And false Christs and wars and famines come forth. But as Jesus said, these are just the beginning of the birth pangs. Halfway through that seven-year time period, three and a half years into it, the man of lawlessness, the Antichrist, reveals himself. Okay? He walks in and he stops the sacrifices that the Jewish people were then doing. They will be sacrificing sometime in the future. He stops that, and he demands them and the world to worship him. He declares himself to be God. At that point in time, he starts attacking the Jewish people and the church, the true believers. And this is what you see with the breaking of the fourth seal and the breaking of the fifth seal. The fifth seal is actually a martyr that you see under the altars in heaven. Then, when the Lord breaks the sixth seal, and we saw this in previous times together, all of a sudden, these celestial things start happening. Uh, the sun and the moon go dark. The stars go dark. And you see this in Revelation uh, 6. You see it in Joel 2. You see it in Matthew 24. You see it in Luke 21. All of a sudden, you see these signs happening in the heavenly realm. Now, we don't know how long it is from the time that the great uh, tribulation starts at that midpoint until this occurs. But remember what Jesus said in Matthew 24? That it is so intense, so bad, that unless these days had been cut short, that even the elect might be deceived, if possible, which means that it's not really possible. But that these days are cut short. There are such evil days. What cuts the days short? Literally, the rapture of the church. Literally, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Okay? Antichrist is revealed when he commits the abomination of desolation at the midpoint. You have these two witnesses that arrive at that time, by the way, and they're testifying for three and a half years. But then the church is raptured at some point right when the sixth seal is open because that's when the sun, moon, and stars go dark. And Luke 21 says, when you see these things, lift up your head, your redemption draweth nigh. So the church is raptured at some point in time during the second three and a half years. Now, I can tell you, it's less than five months away from the end of it because of some things that happen with the trumpets. There's one trumpet that lasts five years, I mean, five months, for instance. But at some point in time, the church will be raptured. It's between the sixth and the seventh seal. Boy, isn't that exciting? Now, let me just uh, tell you a little bit about what's going to happen, and then we'll probably pick this up in the next episode. So, the church is raptured. When the rapture of the church takes place on that very day, that initiates, that precipitates the day of the Lord. Literally, the day of the Lord begins on the day that the church is raptured. Six seals broken, celestial signs, all of a sudden you start seeing things in Revelation 7, Revelation 8, where there's sort of silence in heaven, and they're looking, and they realize that something is about to occur. And it's the day of the Lord that's beginning. Again, you see it in Luke 21, Matthew 24, uh, Revelation 8, the first six verses of it. When the Lord breaks the seventh seal, okay, when the Lord breaks the seventh seal, then that sealed document is actually open. Remember, there's seven documents on this scroll, on this seal that we see in Revelation. And there's sort of debate as to what the document is. Uh, it could be any number of things, just from what we see in the totality of Scripture. Uh, it could be the day of the Lord. 
Okay, because what happens when that document is open, it's the day of the Lord. Some people like to say it's the title deed to all creation that God has made. Well, yeah, that's cute. Uh, and I understand what they're saying. The bottom line is this, that the Lord is going to bring forth the day of the Lord judgment, his wrath, and he's going to judge all of those who have not been faithful and obedient to him. I tell you what, I'm going to stop right here because I do want to sort of talk about what's going to happen uh, when that day of the Lord begins with the opening of that seventh seal. And we haven't examined the scripture on this. And, you know, we may do that. Uh, I may just give us an overview of the next couple of episodes and then go back and, and read some of the scripture because it's really interesting, the detail that the Lord gives us. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for being with me, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.